When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's Spring Collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O- bombas.com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Attention Royalty Airlines passengers. This is your captain, Tall John Shear speaking. I'd like to welcome you aboard flight HDTGM Last Looks. We'll begin our journey today at Corrections and Omissions International Airport and travel all the way to the reveal of next week's movie. In between, we'll stop for two brief layover breaks, unless you've upgraded to Stitcher Premium Seats, then you'll have a smooth, non-stop journey. Along the way, my co-pilot Jason Manzoukas and I will be chatting about our favorite travel accessories, plus I'll share exclusive bonus content from our previous flight recording. If you look out the window to your left, you might even catch a glimpse of Lake Havasu. Anyway, I'll let our flight attendant Paul guide you through the rest of your journey. I hope you can sit back, relax, and enjoy today's in-flight entertainment, 2003's View from the Top. This is the last look, but Paul's such a stand-up guy, he lets us all say goodbye to last week's film, see you later, gotta go, cheerio, ta-ta. All right. Thank you, Captain Tall John, for that intro. Who says we still don't care? We're doing bits in last looks for you. And a big shout out to Quinn for that theme song. Thank you to our producer, Scott, for coming up with that idea. And now let me tell you this. We love your songs. We love them so much. If you have a song, send them to me at HowDidThisGetMadeAtEarWolf.com. Keep them short. You know the drill, people. Let's get into it. Last week, we talked at length about View from the Top, a movie that, according to Discord user Vinod S., should have had the tagline, The Mile Y Club. That's right, The Mile Y Club. All right, well, we had questions about View from the Top. I always want to say View at the Top. It's from the top. And, you know, we might have even missed a few things. Here's your chance to set us straight. Fact check us, if you will. It is now time for corrections and omissions. 
Setting back the fiction in a world of contradictions. Digging up the ugly truth is our stated mission. Sorting through the steaming pile of our suppositions. Reasons to the bar we like to call corrections and emissions. Thank you, Casey Campbell, for that great theme. Let's go to the Discord. In the scene where Gwyneth confronts Mike Myers about her promotion, there's an odd slow pan across the frame photos besides his model planes. And the photos show Mike Myers posing with Sammy Davis Jr., Marty Feldman, and Peter Falk. What do they all have in common? Eye problems. So I guess those are his heroes? Also, Myers apparently hasn't aged at all since he took those photos in the 60s or 70s, or maybe he is immortal. By the way, subject 117, I like that he is immortal and he has to live with never being able to fly a plane. You bring up something interesting, which is this movie does not treat anyone with an eye issue with any respect. I mean, it is... It is treated really aggressively like a joke and putting Marty Feldman in there and Peter Falk, Sammy Davis Jr. all against their wishes. They didn't want to be in this movie. They didn't want their eyes to be part of comedy, but then they were. They did it all. Anyway, Birdie writes, I've been a flight attendant since 1996. My first manual for a small charter airline did have a weight chart dictating how much you could weigh for your height. During a training, we were told not to worry about it, and that rule was never enforced, as it was already a vestige of a prior error. I have heard stories from flight attendants that flew during that time that they would have to regularly weigh in at their headquarters and would get removed from the line if they were overweight. Hope this answers Jason's question. You know... Interesting you brought that up. That is crazy. But also what I will say is I have been on flights where they have moved around passengers like Jenga pieces to distribute the weight evenly on an airplane. That still is in the mix. I remember one time our flight got delayed from coming home and they put us on a small propeller plane and it was all about weighing luggage and people and I had to sit away from June. June had to sit up in the front. It was wild to see how much math was going on to just fly us across from one island to another, and we were scared shitless. Uh, anyway, George Glass writes, I didn't understand the obvious solution to Gwyneth Paltrow's dilemma at the end. Why couldn't she just work for the first-class international routes out of Cleveland? I mean, they go out of their way to say it's an international airport. She could have easily have done her routes and still headed home to Cleveland during her turnaround. Also, isn't one of the perks of being a flight attendant getting free personal travel? In the two seconds I considered that career, that was the allure. I guess you would have free personal travel, but I don't know if you could fly other people or maybe when you... I know that back in the day, Rob Hubel's dad was a pilot and he could fly his kids for free in the jump seats. Uh, I think they've gotten a little bit uh, more strict with that, but I don't know if you could bring your whole family. You get personal travel, but yes, to your point... This movie makes no sense. The fact that she becomes a pilot is aggressively dumb. Anyway, let's go to the phones. Alex from L.A. Hey, Paul. This is Alex from L.A. You're completely right about the small cheese pizza. I worked in a pizza place, and people who say that are, there's something wrong with them. I'm not sure what it is, but they are off. And I've asked before why they would say it, and they they said because cheese isn't a guarantee. Nowhere did it say that the pizza would have cheese on it. Strange justification, but just thought maybe that would help from a former pizza slinger. That's it. Bye. What are you talking about? Regular pie is a cheese pizza. 
If you're going to order something like uh, a grandma pie or you're going to order, you know, one of these fancy pies, that's where you get into like, oh, maybe it's more of a red sauce based or but that's fancy regular pizza, regular cheese pizza. I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm all confused. One large pizza, please. That's all I would say. Pizza is guaranteed to have cheese on it. The amount of cheese is different. And that's where I'm going to take you to task because every pizza has cheese on it. Everyone besides the square grandma pie. Anyway, Jenna from Atlanta, what do you got? Hi, Paul. This is Jenna from Atlanta. I had to pause the podcast, A View from the Top, just to answer this question because it seems so very important. Flight attendants at a certain airline that I work with, I create training for them. They have to have their hair pulled up above their shoulders. If they have longer hair, they have to be in a ponytail or a bun. And yes, the flight attendants, when they're even interviewing, do have their hair pulled up in a bun most of the time. Nobody has their hair down. You see it on campus all the time. Everybody's hair is up. So just wanted to give you that information. I love your show. Thank you so much. Love you, June. Bye. Really? Wow. This is shocking. More details about what is going on in the flight attendant industry. We're talking about weighing and hair above the shoulders. I wonder, is that a safety issue? Jenna, you can't answer, but I'm going to ask that again to the world. Uh, This is Dan, a pilot from Georgia. Hey, Paul. This is Dan calling from Georgia about uh, a view from the top. I have a little context for that last scene. It still doesn't make any sense, but uh, I can tell you as a as a pilot myself, uh, she says that she is flying for uh, Royalty Express and not Royalty Airlines, which implies that she's flying for a regional airline. Uh, Royalty Express is probably a subsidiary airline owned by Royalty, which you can actually get uh, rated to fly for for less than 1,500 hours. And they might have bases in smaller cities places like Cleveland for pilots to originate their trips from. So there's a little bit of there was a little bit of intentionality there, but I don't think it really landed. Anyway, love the show. First time long time. Okay. So it does make sense, but not it looks like the flight that she is flying is like a big like a John Travolta seven forty seven. That it doesn't seem like that's a small little one. But I get what you're saying, like maybe it's like a mom and pop thing, like, oh you get you fly a little bit, you do like I know that the one time I was on a private jet there was like a little bit of a, oh, I am the flight attendant and I'm also the pilot. Like they did some dual duties, like at least the co-pilot did. I'm pretty sure about that. Anyway, we'll see. All right, let's take a phone call from Marcus from Niagara Falls. Hey, Paul, it's Marcus from Niagara Falls, New York. I'm just calling because I noticed the soundtrack for View from the Top has a lot of songs that were familiar to everybody but not by the original artist. You've got Time After Time, not by Cyndi Lauper. You've got Celebration, not by Cool and the Gang. And you also have Don't Stop Believing" by a Journey cover band. I am surprised. And I'm a little let down that you didn't notice this one, Paul. All right, thanks. That's all. Bye. Wait a second. What? I don't know how I missed that. How did I not know? Oh, Wow. That bums me out. I mean, I know we talked about the song, but I didn't realize that they were all cover bands. Oh, brother, this movie gets better and better. Back to the Discord. All right, Mitch Kappa writes, I think 
it was a confusing choice to make Candace Bergen's character married to a rich builder. Was she so successful because she was the most famous flight attendant in the world? Or was she married into money? Was the message the best you could hope for in that job was to meet a rich husband in first class? Well, by the way, that makes sense because being the most famous flight attendant in the world doesn't mean anything. That's not a thing. I'm sorry. Not even the most famous pilot in the world is a thing. Sully was that. And that's it. And he got that for saving people's lives. But he's like, it's not like he's like getting a a salary bump. I think you're right. And I think this movie has weird morals. I think this movie was supposed to be a period piece. I'm almost confident of it. I've been thinking about this movie a lot. And I feel like this was supposed to be in an era, a bygone era. And then they realized, oh, you know what? That's too weird to do a period piece. It'd be too expensive. And they cheaped out, they updated it, and it doesn't make sense. Anyway, New Blue Goo writes, I have Estrotopia. It's the same type of, I'm going to mispronounce this, but uh, strabismus eye disorder as Mike Myers' character. The movie's representation of how it affects a person was, not surprisingly, pretty bad. Yeah, uh, thank you. Like when he'd point at one of his eyes and ask, oh no, is it this one? As if he didn't know which of his own eyes was turned inward. Or the way he would read stuff, which would give him double vision and some wonky depth perception but he wouldn't need to stare at something super close from weird angles like he was doing. Also, it's a pretty correctable condition and not so debilitating as to keep someone from being a flight attendant. I wear glasses with a prism in one lens that forces the lazy eye straight, and I also had a surgery done to shorten one of the muscles in my eye. The only time where I related to Mike Myers' character was when he broke down about eye exams, eye exams, eye exams. I hate eye exams too. Well, thank you, New Blue Goo, for giving us that perspective. Not that anyone was looking at Mike Myers as being a uh, a perfect representation of what Estrotopia is, but thank you for letting us know that it's not even based in any kind of research. Like, not even one iota. Maybe he would have a funny pair of glasses with a prism in it. You know, he could do that. But no, he didn't do anything besides, I'm going to cross my eye. That's my character choice. Anyway, Just Anna writes, did anyone else think that Gwyneth flying the plane at the end was not meant to be taken literally, but rather figuratively? Wait a second, Just Anna, what are you saying? Now she's the pilot of her own life, she's in control, and she has her co-pilot. Nothing else in the movie suggested she wants to be a pilot. It seems like an attempt to be quirky and uplifting rather than a plot choice. Huh. Hmm. Huh. My gut is the ending tested flat. They needed something, so they threw in a cockpit and they had her turn back. Because if your point is right, then I believe her boyfriend slash husband, I don't know what they decided to be, Mark Ruffalo, would be the co-pilot in that scenario. But he wasn't. And if he was, then I would buy your ending. Uh, All right. So many great questions and omissions this week, but I can only pick one. And that's the one that really opened my eyes, that really helped me understand something that I didn't know. And you know what? What are you going to get for this? What are you going to get for illuminating me and our audience? You're going to get a great song from Casey Campbell. And this week, the winner will be New Blue Goo. New Blue Goo, thank you for shutting down Mike Myers' representation of Estrotopia. And now you get to rock out to Casey Campbell's theme. Hit it! You were the best thing that Paul heard. 
If you want to submit a tagline like Vinod S uh, submitted earlier in the episode, or you want to chime in with your own thoughts about this latest episode, hit up the Discord at discord.gg slash HDTGM or call us at 619-PAUL-ASK. That's 619-PAUL-ASK. Coming up, Jason and I do a deep dive on our favorite travel gear. I mean, we, we're talking bags, people. We are talking bags. Plus, we're going to reveal next week's movie, and I will share an exclusive deleted scene from our View from the Top episode. So, stick around. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money. And maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious. Even in a sea of milk, the crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the Cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new Cinnamon Crunch now at a retailer near you. And learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. You might have noticed that every week we are doing something that we like to call Matinee Monday, where we pull an old episode out of the vault and re-release it. Right now, you could be listening to Mannequin 2 on the move with Steve Agee, which asks the most famous question, where does the butt start? And then next week, we're going back into 
the shop, the repair shop, because we're opening the hood on our Fast and Furious franchise as we prepare for Fast 10 by releasing Fast 7 with Adam Scott. So keep on checking out those replays of classic episodes every Monday. So we are doing something a little bit different this week on Just Chat. Normally Jason and I just chat, but this week we decided to respond to some listeners calling in for advice. Seth Chatfield, play us in. Is it this or could it be that a little swing of the cane, a little tip of the hat? No, it's Jason and Paul just getting into it all in a segment that we call Just Chat. Jason, I'm excited to do something with you because here on Last Looks, what we've been doing in the past, and I know that when you hosted Last Looks, you did the same thing. We listen to some voicemails. We give people advice. And I thought we give a lot of uh, great advice about shows to watch, things to listen to, but maybe it's time for you and I to give people some real life advice. And Let's we pick, fix people's lives. Let's do it. They and need it. <laughs> they're ready for it. The audience is falling apart. Now, I haven't listened to these. Scott, uh, you know, went through all of our voicemails, picked a couple, and I'm just going to tell you that the titles of them are getting me excited. Great. This I, first I, I'm one... not even reading the titles, so will you read okay, them aloud? Great. Yes. Well, uh, we will be hearing first from Chris in Pennsylvania, and the title is simply Luggage. <laughs> all right. Hi, Paul. This is Chris I uh, from PA. I went on... Uh, a trip to a business conference last year and uh all my luggage got destroyed uh, american airlines or whoever they were you know whatever just destroyed inside completely blown out i need new luggage i'm going to the same conference this year and i'm shopping around and i thought hey maybe i could ask you and jason since you guys love your bags so much for some advice just looking for some basic luggage advice for flying that'll you know survive have a good one. All right. First of all, Jason, he came to the right place. I'm wow. going to say this. Thank God American Airlines not a sponsor of the show. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know how luggage. I've never got had destroyed. that destroyed. Destroyed. He said got destroyed. And, and said it like, well, you know, I was just one of the unlucky people. Like, that yeah, doesn't or happen. Like, like he came down to the, the luggage carousel and it was just like all of his clothes and everything was just spread all over the floor of the, like destroyed? Do you remember there was a commercial when I was a kid? I think it was for American Tourister luggage where they would have a gorilla jumping on like a suitcase. Oh, that's... That does sound familiar, but I don't quite. Yeah, it was like behind the wall at the airport. That's it's just funny. the gorilla. But you and I, I would argue, went to one of the weirdest places to get our luggage. We were in Telluride, so we had to fly into Montrose oh, in yeah. Colorado, and they are doing airport work. So they basically just had us outside in the snow yeah. and they would just pull up trucks and th- like you never saw your luggage tree like, like we got to see the inside of how yeah. like luggage is treated it's like it's like when people put like a gopro turn it on with their in their luggage just to yeah. see how their bags get treated and it's just hilarious and we got to see it up close and i felt like that was the first time where i was like oh wow you really get to see how manhandled oh, yeah. uh, these bags are and that was also in front of like a live audience as we all are waiting for our bags and they didn't even like hold back but I've never had a luggage. I've never had a luggage break. I've never had that. Have you ever? No, no, I I haven't. I I mean, I've had not in that context. I've had like a wheel break or a handle break or something like that. But never. I've never had anything get destroyed, as he said. Well, I want to talk to you about this because I feel like you travel with 
untraditional large bags. Like, uh, I know we both have our backpacks and stuff like that, but I feel like your large bags are not a traditional suitcase. Or I often don't see Is it them like as my either. roller bags, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or am I oh. wrong on that? No, I mean, they are pretty, they are pretty traditional okay. in the, in the sense that like, I think we both, because of, they were a sponsor on the show, have used the away bags. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're, I use, I use, I've used those. I also use a roller, uh, Ramoa bag that, that is one of like the hard shell bags. Yeah. Um, I like a hard shell. Um, Me too. I think more and more because I'm traveling with stuff that I want to be a little bit protected. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but there's, I mean, I'm trying to think the, I, I'm trying to think for, for Chris in Pennsylvania, um, PA. Pennsylvania, I would look at those away bags and there's another, you know what? There's away now, bags are solid. They are they just are. solid. I would say I the really, bigger ones, not yeah. as good as the smaller ones. Oh, I, I don't know about, I okay. don't know the, I, the I, big, I only have the carry on size. See, I had the big one. And I had that same idea, like, oh, I really want a nice, big, hard shell bag. And I love the away bags, but I got the big one and I just felt it it got banged up a lot, uh, yeah. banged up, oh, not okay. destroyed. Uh, and it just wasn't as solid. Now, I'll tell you this. Go. June spent a lot of money. And this is a thing that I, I won't even spend the money on. And, you know, I love bags. She got herself a Toomey oh, bag. Yeah. Sure. And yep. that thing... She got the carry-on version of it, but it carries so much. It's almost like a bag made of packing cubes. Like you can kind of yeah. open it and do things to it. And I believe Jessica Sinclair also has one that's almost like a dresser. Like you pull it up. Like, oh, yeah. So, you can, like, uh-huh. so I've seen those. I, I won't spend the money on those, but those are impressive bags. Yeah, I, I have a Toomey bag, um, yeah. a roller Toomey bag from year, for that, for that I had for years that started to get a little old. But those are incredibly well-built bags they yeah. are ex- they are expensive like the, of the ones we're mentioning like Tumi and ramoa these are more expensive bags but the um the well, um get one you'd be good well, that's what i was just gonna say the idea of um you're gonna travel in this it's gonna get beat up and luggage is something that it's gonna last for a very long time you you yeah. know if you want it to you can have that piece of luggage for the next 15 years if you buy a Tumi bag you know versus some of these other things that are maybe perhaps less expensive are go it's so funny you and I just googled the exact same thing well I was gonna say because this is the, well people can't see it but this <laughs> is the bag that I have used because we were talking about like and I'm like what bag do I use that I really like? Yeah. And it's this Travel Pro yep. Platinum Elite 25-inch expandable spinner suitor, which is a bag that I found off of Wirecutter, which is yep. a website we use a lot. And I and it's not a hard bag, but it is a a soft bag that I use. It has a hard back. like a case, yeah, hard back yep. yeah, back and the sides. I love this bag, like yep. this Travel Pro. I and it's 365 bucks on Amazon. It's great. I am a big big fan of this bag. Yeah, these are great bags. Travel Pro, I mean, this is a company that's been making roller luggage forever, you know? Like from the, do you remember when, do you remember when you started to see roller luggage bags? Oh my God, that that wasn't. 
just for pilots. You know what I mean? That At first, was like, a, yeah, we that was we lived in the Stone Age. Yeah, you had like a real like I remember I had a suitcase, like a full long thin suitcase yes. that had wheels on it, and that made no sense with a strap that you might put yes, on like a, a dog strap. or so. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, I think these are all great options that we're giving, and there's now I believe a couple of competitors to the away bag that are also good that I think also get well reviewed. Um, I, the only thing I think about that is the idea of uh, durability, lifetime durability, really. Yes. You know, I think that's really it. Like, like this travel pro or a Tumi bag, or even some of the, the bigger, tougher Samsonite bags are going to last perhaps longer than an away bag. Maybe. And what I'll say about my travel pro. I don't know if they're still a sponsor. What, no, they aren't, and they haven't been for a while, so we can. You're, you're listening to a very unfiltered opinion here. I will say this I'm down to replace my travel pro every couple of years. I do a lot of traveling, as yeah. do you. So that gets a lot. Like, there's something about this $300 bag that if I can get three or four years out of it, I'm happy to be like, and then I'll get a new one. Like, I'll get a, like, yeah. I will. Kind well, of especially because it. especially because you travel so much. Right, you exactly. gotta like for people like we're on the road, we're doing a lot of dates a year, we're traveling a lot. These bags get destroyed over time. You know, yeah, they and will that, just get the wear and tear. Like yeah. I have a handle that was just sticky, did not know how to fix that. Like it was like it was just like it kind of oh, yeah. melted or I've something. I've had to get my handles replaced on bags before. And that yeah. is I will say that's a good thing about a lot of these companies, like uh we're talking about is their customer service is very good. So if yes. a wheel breaks off, you can just send it back. They'll send it to you. Like they'll do those repairs. They are th- so that they're interested in your bag lasting a while. Yes. There are a lot of now um, pretty solid gear companies like Patagonia now has a roller bag. Um, Filson has a roller bag. Mystery Ranch has a roller bag. A lot of like high end gear companies now make roller bags that are pretty great. I'll buy a bag from anybody. Like I, you turn me on to that. The bag that I love is, and I'll forget it. So tell me now, uh, the guy from um, Mythbusters. Oh, Adam Savage. Yeah, Adam the Savage. Ad, the Adam bag. Savage, like the tool bag. Yeah, that tool bag is one. Of, it's right here. Is one of my favorite bags, and it's like that is. I mean, that's not a travel bag, but like I believe in anyone to like get a like a a bag, a backpack, or a thing like that. I'll buy anything there. But for luggage, I want a company that's been around for a while. I want like oh I yeah, like that's. I don't know why I have an old fashioned opinion about it, but I'm like. You should be making bags for yeah, a bit. I, I want somebody who understands bags. Yes. I'm like, um, this is your, your business. I understand and I, I can appreciate that. It's, you know, that's kind of, I, I a lot of the stuff I love is exactly that. They've been making these bags for years, like the Ramoa luggage, all yeah. that kind of stuff. But I do get, I get excited when I'm like, ooh, this, this the Mystery Ranch is making a, like one of my favorite backpack companies. They're making ooh. a... If Tom Bin ever made a roller Mystery. bag, yeah, I would oh. be all, I'd be all I over it. I would get it. that one. Um, Mystery Ranch, I got to look at that. I'll tell you the bag that really came in for me recently, uh, and again, it's a backpack, um, is uh, is that Topo bag. I'm loving oh, my yeah. Topo backpack. Topo makes a roller bag now, a soft shell roller bag that is 
very colorful. They're kind of yes. bold colorways. Um, I haven't seen it in the in reality. I've just seen it online, so I don't have any experience well, with it. If you go to the Denver airport, there's a whole Topo oh, there's a store there. Store, and yeah. I was and like. <laughs> This is the worst thing ever. Um, my my, uh, we were coming back from vacation, and my kids, um, they both got a stomach virus, but they got it. Oh, uh, like one of them got it on third. We were leaving on Saturday. Oh. One got it on Thursday. One got it on Saturday, oh. and I was up. They were puking and shitting, and this is you know oh. it's wonderful to be a dad. It's These you know, poor guys. but when they're just like pu- like like bleh, like you know, it's like oh god, and I'm you know I'm like I'm on my hands and knees, yeah. getting everything up. But we were in the airport and my oldest son had just like he hadn't puked for a while, but he'd gotten everything out of his system. I knew he'd gotten everything out of his system. And uh, and he was like, Dad, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, hey, buddy, I know you got nothing in there. I was like, I'll go to the bathroom with you. And, oh. you know, and I'm like, let's go. And then I saw that Topo store <laughs> oh. and I was like, and he went and he's still not feeling good. I'm like, ah, oh, buddy, you know what we should do? Like, let's go look at <laughs> this Topo store for a second. <laughs> we should go look at these pouches, packing cubes and backpacks. I literally took and he was and i will to his credit he was like he really liked the store and i think it took his mind off of his like his just stomach that, i <laughs> will say that that topo store was ground zero for a norovirus outbreak <laughs> um, he was wearing oh, yeah. his mask he was giving, but it was such a funny thing i guess like i never had seen a topo store and i wanted to go in so bad that i took my <laughs> sick child i was like i was like i got it i got it like i've been cleaning puke off the floor for the last two nights i need a moment here to look at some bags and i and i couldn't even rest in the store i was like oh my money come in a mental note when i go through denver again i'm gonna hit this topo store. <laughs> So uh, it was such a moment. That's incredible. That's very funny. Stupid. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. When you're thinking of hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching. And you know what? Did you know that 70% of users don't even visit other leading job sites? If you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. LinkedIn knows that small businesses might not have the time or resources, so they're constantly finding ways to make the process easier. 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate in 24 hours, and they even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash valuable. That's linkedin.com slash valuable to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? 
I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I never like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry. And they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. All right, let's. Uh, all right, so I think we gave him some good examples. Yeah, here. I think in terms of like roller luggage or whatever, I think that's great. If you are a... If you are in need of a backpack to accompany that, I'll I'll just keep recommending Tom Bin, the Cynic, um, either of the two Cynic bags, depending on how big you need a backpack to be. Uh, my Tom Bin bag, they sent me one of these. Uh, and this is not, you know, like, again, I, I we talk about these bags. People have been very nice. Sometimes they'll send us a bag. I went on a, uh, a just a day trip. I don't really do this. Uh, Gus and I went up to San Francisco together. Oh, wow. And it was super fun. We went to go see a Warriors basketball game. Basketball game? Yeah, yeah, basketball game. And I just, I never had just packed a backpack. Oh, like, the best. Just, you know, and I was like, oh, this is so fun. Like this, oh, like, yeah. and, and that bag. Well, your hand's free. Yeah, and it was, and it was, I had everything and it was, and that gave me a different appreciation of how, roomy that Tom bin bag is for oh, yeah. not only your clothes and your stuff and your toiletries, but also whatever things that you might need on an airplane. Oh yeah. Like and when you can get there, like, you know, um, Rick Steves, the, the travel guy, Rick yeah. Steves is big on this. When you can get to a point of single bag travel, oh. a bag that will just fit on your back that you can go any, like that you could take any trip with a week long trip, but just with one bag, your hands free. That's the goal. Well, the only thing that that is really holding that up for me is uh, lotions and liquids, whatever I, I need sure, for. Sure. Like, and uh, and wires. Shoes. Once we oh shoes. for me it's shoes. shoes. Shoe, I forgot about shoes. You know, if yes. I could get away with having one, but I always want to have a pair of boots, or I always yes. want to have. You know, that's what kills I me have every a time. Gym shoe. I want to have. But like what, a, what is actually a great trip is yeah. that Tom Bin backpack and the Adam Savage bag. Oh, that's nice, right? Because you can kind of that's yeah. just those two. Because then you're really like again, you can you can put the Adam Savage bag around your body, crossbody, right? And you are hands free. Well, now tell me, I'll tell you this. Uh, Adam Pally taught me a trick. Yeah. I was going away for a while, and I, you know, like, and that's when you really have to pack a lot of stuff, uh, you know. And Pally told me that what he does is he takes a duffel and just puts all shoes in a duffel. Mm-hmm. And and checks that. And that has yeah. been great because basically the duffel's small. It won't be a super heavy thing. You may have to pay for an extra bag or whatever. But putting all shoes in a duffel was a life changer for me because then I actually have all my bag space. Yeah. And the duffel oh, was like. Oh, I think like, that's very smart. Yeah, it was a smart Absolutely. little side move. Yeah. 
That's a great idea. All right, this is good. We really gave this person. I mean, look. Oh, man, tra- travel chat with Paul tra- and Jason. I, I mean, look, people have been asking for it. And, and, and I know that you've done, like, people need to listen to you oh, yes. on uh, on Kulop and Suchin's show. Uh, uh, add, add to, to cart. cart. Because you really go on a, a deep dive. We did a whole episode where I just talked about packing cubes and pouches and travel stuff just like this. The, uh, the podcast is called Add to Cart. Um, it's cool up show who's been on this show many times yeah, and I'm going to cool do up. their, I'm going to do their live show in Ooh. May where oh, we're yeah. going to talk about, we're going to talk about another round of travel stuff. Well, I'm excited about that. And, and, and kind of, I get a little sneak peek of that. Can you talk to me a little bit about what you use for liquids? Because I have yet to find a good, like if I'm putting like a moisturizer, what do I put I'm, liquids in yeah, or like, what do I put those things in? Like the liquid itself, like the little tubes. Well, give or, me, both, give me, give me, give me a, let's go both ways. Like, yeah. Like, like what, so what do you, yeah. What tube, do you know what tube so, brand you use or? I mean, I use two different tube brands. Okay. Um, are they just called go tubes? They're just those tubes that everybody okay. that you see. Mine are always leaking. That's what I always have. Well, okay. Like, so I, so I was just about to say, but okay. I started to have failure on right. the human gear one. Yeah. Okay. The human gear, that company, okay. human gear. Human um, gear. Oh, leave this open actually for yeah. a second. So the human gear, I like those. Um, I like those, but they do, they started to fail on me. Right. So I, I bought a set of the Nalgene ones. Okay. I also bought these Matador flat pack um, that, oh, you, yeah, that are on yes. this window. Those are great because they are very thin and when empty, they're, they disappear. They're insignificant, right. which is great. But they're a little bit of a headache to fill, to refill and clean yeah, and all that right. stuff. Yeah. So that bothers me a little bit about those. So right now, I'm, it's a mixture of the Nalgene, which are bulletproof. Those are great. Okay. And the human gear ones. Um, and then I put, it depends on how long I'm traveling for. Yeah. I have a number of different kinds of DOP kits. Yeah, um, I got a few. The one, the one that I primarily use is the Peak Design one. It opens like a... Yeah, um, yeah like that's, a, I, I believe know, that this is the one. I, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's my, yeah, that's my guy, yeah. Yeah, the big one. There's two now. There's yeah. a big one and a small one. I have the big one. I use that a lot. There's a couple of other ones. The Bellroy makes one that I've used. Topo has a like just a dump. Uh, a, a pouch that I've just dumped stuff in sometimes, but mostly I would say 99% of the time I use this. Um, I use this I, peak design. I, I like this peak design as somebody who's gone through a lot of dop kits. The peak design has been the one that I have stayed with the longest. Uh, and I, and I have Same. no, and I have no desire to switch it up. I it, like all the organ internal yes. organization. Yes. Um, I don't like, especially for a dop kit. I don't like just a big bucket that you throw I everything agree. into. Yes. I like having little p- places that I can put my toothbrush and toothpaste and it's magnet. not yes. it's not mixed with everything else. Like little places that I can put all my little things so I know exactly where to go. Can I tell you, maybe you told me about this or maybe I found it myself. What I now have in my dop kit, yep. what, what I really like is I have a small clothing line like a uh sure like a a, a clothesline yeah to to dry your clothes yeah yes and because that has been a trick on the road or something like that like if you're especially like when i go away with the family if i have a a, like a a bathing suit i need to dry or something like that like to have one of those lines yeah that that has really been and it's it's a nice little plasticky uh you know like yeah yeah, elastic thing i that's a that's a no-brainer i like that. that's a home run absolutely especially because like 
you can put it someplace where you're going to remember it versus if you hang a bunch of stuff in like the shower, I will always forget that. Oh, a hundred percent. I have to always do an idiot check before I leave the, before I leave a room. Oh yeah. Because Uh, it's a a full twice through. Yeah. To get through. Especially because I don't know if you do this. I do this though. When I get to hotels, I hide stuff. You see that we've talked about our ways that we get into our hotels. So you don't trust that your stuff will stay safe or you want to like, okay, got it. No, I I hide stuff. And then I forget where I hit it sometimes. See, sometimes I need to write down stuff like, uh, like if there isn't a safe, if there isn't a safe and I have passport and you know, I'm going to, I'm going to hide it someplace so that if, if somebody comes in and just grabs my backpack and takes off my bit, my, my stuff isn't in there. You know what I mean? By the way, if you want to uh, see the June special, what always happens and it makes me laugh every single time, June will get all of her stuff in the safe. And guess what? Safe door, wide open. Oh, <laughs> never, never, never. Blocks oh, wow. It, never. Everything is in there. Yeah. Doors never. But then it's just that, that, that last step really, last... <laughs> really it gets her. Huh? I look at it all the time. I'm like, June, you want to lock the safe? Like, cause I, you know what? I also, when we're talking about like passports and things like that, or like money or like a little th- like things, like small things I hide too. I hide and I have little <laughs> yeah. methods and things like that, that I keep them, you know, but yeah, June, June will keep that safe door open. And that the reason why I don't use a safe often is because if June goes in there, she'll, Leave it open, and then they will defeat the purpose of the safe. Uh, the the other thing that uh, oh my gosh, uh, I was just thinking about. Well, okay, can, let me ask you this question. And yeah, this go is ahead. maybe a question we've never talked about, and I've never brought it up publicly. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm pre- I know I'm I am prepared to be shamed, but a big debate between June and I is that when we go away, she and the kids bring a pair of pajamas for every single night that we are away. And Di- I Wait, hold on, time out. Yes. Di- different pajamas? Yes. And I don't be- I'm like, "Jin, they don't need seven pairs of pajamas." Wait, whoa, like, whoa, whoa. I need I need you to Okay, yes. wait a minute. Can I, I just for Please. clarification. Mm-hmm. When you're at home, mm-hmm. do the boys wear a different set of pajamas every night? Yes. Oh, and okay. I, got I, it. I, okay. So I'm, this is I'm in... also. Got I'm it, also it. not a fan of this. Got it. Like, okay. So I, like, I, like, that I'm makes like, a little don't... more sense, even though I think it's nonsensical. It makes a little more sense in that it is keeping up their normal routine. Well, okay. The only <laughs> like like the only reason why there's a routine there is like because Jean's like, no, you never wear pajamas twice. What? Like, what are you talking about? Can She's I ask like, you, you know, a yeah. follow up question? Yeah. Are they? Oh, wow. Okay. Because, I mean... This is great for me. I need... Does, I've never do, brought this up. Does June yeah. do that? Like, do, do you never do wear that? pajamas? No. I, Can always, I... Like, in the chat, yeah. do people do... Like, because I wear pajamas for... Like, and I don't wear pajamas. I wear, like, just a pair of shorts to bed. Uh, like, a yeah. pair of, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, lightweight shorts. Um, and Molly and says what, them, yeah, go ahead. Molly talks about what she, <laughs> what I did when I was a kid. You put your jammies behind your pillow, and then when you're done, you wear it the next day or something. Okay, like, so some I would never of, put my jammies behind my pillow. I know that was probably when I was growing up. Like my grandma yeah, used to do I that, and it, I was yeah. like, you know, like and but yes, I have, I have my, I have like a whole line of my own pajamas that are you know, huh. you know that are sometimes they're shorts, sometimes they're like a, a pant. Yeah. You know, I have some comfy shirts that I like, but. I can I ask you a yeah. question? 
Yeah, sure. When you are traveling, now, obviously, when you're like touring or on the road, this isn't applicable. But how often on the road when you're at staying at a hotel or whatever, are you doing laundry at the hotel? Well, I mean, I'm a laundry fiend. I, I, give okay. me that. Like, get, like if Cause I was going to a... say, because I am too. And that has been one of the ways that I've reduced how much I bring. Oh, yes. Because but I I'm never like, know. oh, I'm just going to send laundry in the middle of this trip. And then I'll, I can pack half as much. You see, that's really smart. I'm never quite sure when I'll be able to do it. And then I'll get on a high horse about, <laughs> oh, I've got to pay $4 for oh, a fucking the pair of socks. Like, I'm it's like, the then worst. I get angry. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, the the thing that I learned from a friend of ours and a friend of the pod, I won't name him because uh, I don't know if he wants me to say this. It's not even that scandalous. But uh, <laughs> like, I used to itemize all those things. Uh-huh. And, and he was like, why are you doing that? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you got to itemize. He's like, no, throw all that shit in the bag. They do that for you. And since then. Wait, what? Like, you just put all that shit, like whatever you want in the bag and they itemize it for you and then they give it back to you. And I've never itemized since then. And it all comes back and it's perfectly done. And I'm like, whoa. Okay, so that's interesting. I I mean, I do it and it it, it always stresses me out because I'm like, oh, no, I put all the all yeah. the check marks in the wrong column. 100%. And oh, no. And, and then I'm trying to tally it up. Well, you that, know, I'm I like, was, OK, I that's was two underwears. This, <laughs> I was expressing this frustration why I didn't do laundry yeah. in hotels. And he's like, what do you mean? Oh, and that's I was like, funny. He's like, just put all the shit in the bag. They All right, I'm going to, I'll try it. I'll try okay, they're not fine. washing I'll your stuff. It. They're yeah. not washing your stuff with anybody else's. So when they're, you no, know, no, I in, agree. Yeah. yeah. So they're, you know, um, but anyway, so we got that. The pajamas every night, like that to That's me. That's crazy. Crazy. That feels like an enormous amount of space being taken up with. That's what I'm saying. An unnecessary amount of pajamas. Well, like, that, if like, you're going away for a week. That's 14 I feel pairs like, of. Yeah. yeah. You only need one pair of pajamas for a week and you so, wash them midweek. Yeah. And so, like, I'm talking about this. So you go like, OK, so kids are wearing. Uh, so I have two kids each have seven sets of pajamas. So that's <laughs> this is 14. Crazy. This yeah. is a T-shirt. Well, can we I make mean, a this... T-shirt that just has seven sets of pajamas? I, I mean, this and this is the battles that I get into with Jim, because Jim and I were raised in different ways. And there's a certain part of me that I, I, I will refuse to fight these battles anymore. Oh, but sure. when she looks at me and says. No, no one ever wears their pajamas more than once. Wow. I was like, that's that's like Toby Maguire doesn't wear an underwear more than once kind of like lifestyle that I can't. Wait, like, what is that? Oh, this is a whole thing. <laughs> this is and I, and I think publicly known <laughs> that Toby Maguire, Toby Maguire never wears the same pair of underwear. Twice. He treats he treats underwear as if they're disposable. Yes. He's like, it's too gross. And then wow. apparently that is something that a lot of people share. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't wear my underwear twice. And then I was I wow. offered up uh, to the to actually offered up here to last looks. I was like, can someone do the math on this? Can we figure out how much a year yeah. are we spending in underwear? And if you buy it in bulk, is it a better thing? I, and I don't you've know. You've got to figure that Toby Maguire is not like or maybe he is because it's disposable. I was going to say, you've got to assume he's buying nice underwear. He's not just assume. buying like, you know, or Fruit of the Loom cotton briefs in see, a 12 but, pack or is he? See, that's my thought. He yeah, might maybe. be because it's the one wear. It's one and done. You know, yeah. so in that way, yeah. Whip them on, whip them off. It, it might that might be the best way to wear fruit of the loom. The elasticity is great. I wonder it what feels that. I, that's an interesting, huh? 
I'm but so suggestible. St- yeah. I feel like in two years, I'm going to be like, remember when you told me that Tobey Maguire thing? <laughs> I'm doing it. You're like, but, I feel right, like I found I, the right it could thing. Be so easy. the right bulk. Yeah, It could be so easy for me to tip into that where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I order 500 pairs of underwear from uh, like Tommy yeah. John at yeah. a time. Oh, here. So 72 pairs of uh, this is from Shane Ludke saying 72 pairs for one hundred and forty four dollars or seven hundred and thirty dollars per year based on uh, cheap underwear. OK, so that I mean, we don't know what brand but that let's is. Let's say that Toby Maguire is probably spending if he's if he's getting nicer than that underwear. Right. He's probably spending upwards of two grand a year in underwear, which, which for is him, nothing, a drop in the is, bucket. Yeah, for, for, for Spider-Man is a nothing. And those are Gilder, Gildan boxer briefs. And I'll say that Gildan makes Listen, good stuff. Listen, when McGuire is concerned, you know, uh, ver, when it comes to underwear, he plays by Cider House rules. <laughs> oh, here, you can buy it. You can actually buy it in... Uh, I like I'm a Gildan. I'm so sorry, uh, Paul, but um, the chat window for this underwear site would like to know if you need any help. <laughs> Hey, I'm looking. I give more than seventy-two pieces of underwear. What a what a what a creep! What a creep! This chat, this AI chat. Hello, $2. as we're looking at underwear. Hey, would you like to talk about our products? <laughs> By the way, two dollars a pair. I would. I wouldn't see. I feel like that would make two dollars a pair. I'm like, oh, that's gonna give me a rash. Right. I mean, look. I again allegedly. Allegedly, Gildan. I, I I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm gonna also say if you wear it once. But here's the other thing. Would you wear underwear right out of the package? Never. Never. Oh no. I Never. would here's, but here's the That's thing. The one I don't thing wear I, do know. I don't wear anything out of the package. I wash everything pants. that arrives. If I get a, a new jeans? No, no, no. Never okay. jeans. Never I'm sorry, that's a good point. No, no. I mean like um What are anything... you doing with jeans? Are you doing anything with jeans? Are you putting no. them in the freezer? Okay. I oh no, I'll put them in the freezer. I'll put them in the freezer or I'll spot wash them if if I spill something yeah, or yeah. you know what I mean, something like that. Sometimes I will do uh, like I'll soak them in the tub, okay, and then and then hang them dry. Yeah. Um, but no, I I never wash them. But and if, tr- truthfully, I don't do much. You know. Yeah, yeah. I know that's that's what I feel. And sometimes I'm like, is that bad? And but now I'm like, no. That's I think that's the way they're supposed to be. I think, I think that's, that's pretty. If you you know, as long as you're not living like a monster and like. Toby Maguire just shitting up the jeans. I don't know. I don't know what he's up to. <laughs> I mean, look, it it seems to me like like June wearing different pajamas every night. It something is built into you as a child. Yes. Where you're like or or you have built into something where you're like and this is it. This is like my idea of fame is blank. My idea of I will never I like there's something switched and that's huh. where you live now. I think. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think you're right. It is very related to how you grew up because when I grew up, pajamas were not even really a thing after after I was a little kid. Yeah, no. Well, I didn't I, have I, pajamas into my adolescence or, or, or young adulthood. The the only real difference, like my pajamas have always been a pair of um, like gym shorts and yeah, a t-shirt. Right? Exactly. That's, 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 that's what I mean. Yeah. Now, where I've expanded is... Uh, when it gets in the colder months, I have like a pair of like longer, like a, like a, 
like a comfy pants, like a, like a loungy pant oh, that yeah, I might sure. wear. Um, and I, and often that's really a basis of just like running around with the kids. And sometimes I'm like, Oh, I don't want to just be in my short shorts, you know, not no, short no, shorts, for that, yeah, that yeah, I get. yeah, yeah, absolutely. you know, but, uh, but that's all it is. And it's not matching t-shirts. And sometimes you'll find these really comfy shirts and I got a nice collection of like comfy Every shirts. Every once in a while, like I will see a pair of like pajamas, like proper yeah. Pajamas yeah. that look great, or somebody somebody once gifted me a pair of pajamas that were really, you know, very nice, uh, fancy pajamas. I cannot sleep in pajamas. It, like I wake myself up because I'm like all twisted and turned in the pajamas. Oh, yeah. like I feel trapped in them. You know, I like the idea of it. Somebody has really told me that these pajamas made by Lake. Lake pajamas are supposed to be fantastic. June has a pair of Lake pajamas. I read an article about Lake pajamas. But I think for men... I, I feel the same way I, when I'm putting on like a butt when I'm buttoning it down and I look like I'm in a Dickens Christmas Carol or something like that. <laughs> I, I, I don't like a button down shirt. I want to oh, wear. You know what I could get on board for, what? though? A, gi- a giant long sleep shirt. Uh, oh, ooh, I could do that. I feel like I could do a sleep shirt that's like goes to my knees. I, I like that's that, kind of like that old school. Like I feel like girls used to wear that. Like or that was like the way yeah. that I say. So, yeah, like, but, like the nice. way you just described Dickens. I'm I'm yeah. pre- I'm picturing like a Scrooge level. Does anyone have know? sleep shirts? Let's get some. I thought you were gonna wear a sleep hat, and I was like, oh, I could maybe. Oh <laughs> wow, that would be interesting. No, a sleep shirt would be very interesting to me because eh, I feel like I'd probably still get twisted and turned in it. Um, one of the I I did this. I produced a show. Uh, with a lonely island called Party Over Here, and it was so uh, funny, uh, it was so fun, and we had a great time. And and uh, Nick Weiger and Jessica McKenna wrote this sketch, or I or I don't want to misname it. Nick Maybe it Weiger Heather... from the Doughboys, Jess McKenna yeah, from Je- on Off Book, rather uh, Off Book, so funny. Or or maybe Heather Campbell wrote. I don't know Heather Campbell, great from uh, but yeah, how did this get played? Anyway, great people wrote this Murderers and, Row on that show. Yeah, just hilarious people. And we were told when we made the show that we couldn't have any sketch over 30 seconds or no, over 60 seconds, which really <laughs> uh, dinged us because we had to cut all oh, of our sketches think? down. Yeah. So we had to do two best of episodes in our first season because oh my God. We, we didn't have enough material because of all that. But we still managed to get some really funny stuff through. And uh, <laughs> I, I still think in the 60 seconds, it would have been great if we just had a little bit more air. Wow. But there is one sketch that Jessica, uh, that Jeff did that I loved. It was... um. The premise was she was like, she worked at Vice and she's like, what's up, everybody? I'm from Vice and this is the newest shirt. And it was the shirt was so big and she was showing how like how big the shirt was. And so she goes into it and she could never get out of it because the shirt was literally like the size of the stage that we performed on. Like, so she was constantly crawling through the shirt, trying to find the head hole. And it was I, the visual of that still makes me laugh. It's so funny. And I the benefit that. of that is uh, you can never see it because uh, Fox eliminates it uh, from uh, every, every anything. What, anyway. what a mess. <laughs> what a fucking uh, mess. It's so stupid. Why? Why are we taking it down? Uh, anyway, Jason, uh, we answered a question. I think we should do this again. We got great phone calls. Keep on calling us and uh, we'll wrap this one up and uh, we'll see you next time. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Jason. In place of Paul's helpline, Jason and I will continue to answer listener calls from time to time on Just Chat. So if you want advice from Jason and I, then give us a call at 619-PAUL-ASK. And to all of you singer-songwriters out there, send us those songs. How'd this get made at Earwolf.com? Now that we got View from the Top out of the way, let's talk about next week's movie. We are going from Mike Myers to Bike Tires. Yeah, you heard me. That's right. We are watching the 2004 motorcycle action movie Torque. 
starring Martin Henderson, Ice Cube, Jamie Presley, and How Did This Get Made? all-star Adam Scott. Here is a short breakdown of the plot. A biker returns from Thailand to set things straight with his girlfriend, but he's framed by a rival biker gang for the murder of another gang member's brother. Boom. Complicated? Yes. Get it? You have to, unless you've been hit in the head multiple times with a steel pipe or choked out by a motorcycle chain, which actually happens in this movie. Rotten Tomatoes gives Torque a 22% on the tomato meter. And Sheila Johnston from the London Evening Standard says, shot like a feature length commercial, Torque is as bright and shiny and inconsequential as a chrome hubcap. Ooh, nasty, Sheila. Listen to the trailer. A world of speed. A game of risk. I can smash you right now. A man of action. You ain't gonna like how this ends. On January 16th. Whoa. The only way to survive. I'm on his head by midnight. This just keeps getting better and better. Is to break every rule. Torque. You messed with the wrong shit. Looks like you did. Rated PG-13. You can rent Torque on Apple TV, Prime Video, YouTube, or Google Play. I encourage you to check out Hoopla or Canopy, which are digital media services offered by your local public library that allow you to consume movies, TV, books, everything, comics for free. That is it for the show. Please remember to rate and review us. It helps. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure you are following us. Visit us on social media at HDTGM for commercial free access to how did this get made in our entire archive and so much more. Sign up for Stitcher Premium for a free one month trial using the code Bonkers and a big thanks to our producers, Scott Sonny, Molly Reynolds, our movie picking producer, Avril Halley, our engineer, Alex Gonzalez, our publisher, July Diaz, and Jess Cisneros, who makes our amazing social media videos. We will see you next week for Torque. But before we go, I thought I'd share with you a bonus deleted scene from our view from the top episode. It also seemed like Cleveland and Nevada, uh, no offense to Cleveland, but are so similar to me. Like those, both of those uh, periods of her journey felt similar, felt the same stakes wise, you know? And I was like, I'm not sure why we're still playing this. I don't understand why we're here. Well, we're you know, here for the intrigue. We're here for the, the like, this is what I was talking about with Stanley Kubrick. We're here to see what does it take to become yeah, a steward. where's the militia in this movie? Well, this is, they are the air militia. They're protecting us. They're, they're are the only people keeping us in the sky from our own device. We would go crazy, open up doors. They're up there protecting our skies. Are you the flight attendants and pilots are a loosely militarized private militia? It's what, you know what, look on the dark web, you'll see it. People don't oh want to boy. admit it. It's right in front of our faces, people. The- I do believe, Paul's Paul, like, if is you the were... Dark web. No, I think Paul's right, actually. Like, I'd, I've thought this through sometimes up in the sky. Like, if shit were to go down, if shit were to go down up there... Yeah. Yeah, we would all get an order behind... Christina Applegate, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow. Oh, yeah. And we would. Like, yes, You'd absolutely. Have to. Absolutely. No matter what you're a fan of, Texas has the trip for you. There's the trip to Texas and the trip. Or maybe you're the kind of fan who'd prefer a trip to Texas or a trip. 
Either way, go to TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel.